Good evening, and welcome back to our weekly Bible study. We are moving right along in our series, and I am so thankful for all of you who have been participating and joining in this journey with us. Uh, Today, we're going to be moving right along into chapter 6 in our book, Holiness for Ordinary People. And so we're going to be looking at images of sanctification. Uh, We've been spending time talking about sanctification and, and how to do it and the actions that we must take, and those things are vital. But what does it actually look like? Um, All of you have heard, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Having an image allows us to see the words spoken. You can take a complex written story and make it very practical and relatable by applying an image to it. Uh, For example, imagine going to uh, Ikea and picking out a, a piece of furniture and you take it home, and, and I can sit there, and we can, we can read the instructions all day long, but if you're like me, without the pictures, I'm typically lost and confused. Uh, when we're putting together furniture at the, uh, at the house, uh, my wife and I will be working, and she'll tell me this part goes into this part, and I stop and say, look, let me see the pictures. Um, the pictures help make the instructions understandable. And Jesus understood this, right? Keith Jury wrote, Jesus was comfortable illustrating a heavenly meaning with earthly stories, and he used metaphors, parables, similes, and even an occasional allegory. Jesus would take these complex teachings and bring them down and speak in such a way that his listeners could understand, and he left them with an image to hold on to. A jury said that Jesus knew most of us, Jesus knew what most of us still need to learn that people remember narratives best. Stories give us a hook on which to hang the truth. They, they linger in our mind, reminding us of the truth long after we have heard them. But, and, and he gives us this warning in the book, we must be careful because there are times when we hear stories and, and we overthink them and we try to force them to have more implication and meanings than they actually do. A jury said, be careful not to make allegories out of these images, forcing every element to mean something. If taken too far, all illustrations break down. However, if we stick to the central points of the illustrations, they can be extremely helpful in understanding God's sanctifying work. So we understand that sanctification is giving our all to God. And God's sanctifying grace cleanses us and purifies us. A key jury said that entire sanctification results in a life of loving service. Its purpose is not to make us feel good or to make us saintly monuments, but to make us clean vessels for our master's use in establishing his kingdom on earth. We understand this, and and we've been studying this for weeks now. I think we're on week eight right now. But let's put an image to this, okay? What does this actually look like? Now, Dr. Jury, he gives us a lot of examples, but I'm just going to show one. I'm just going to share one of these stories. And he points out that this great illustration that is given to us from Paul in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, Paul uses a a very drastic and, and honestly a very strange illustration, but it helps paint a beautiful picture. So if you have your Bibles, go to Ephesians chapter 5 and go to verse 18. And this is what it says, do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. I guess we could actually sum that up by saying, get drunk on the Spirit. Now, when we examine alcohol addiction, it's very sad. Um, It is a very sad state to find a person in. 
All they want to do is be filled with alcohol. It, it's, it's a tragic thing. And Jury wrote that alcohol becomes the driving force of life, pushing ahead of family, friends, job, wealth, position, power, and popularity. A drunk is driven to drink. A drunk wants to be filled with alcohol. Now, Paul's image here is, is very dramatic. However, what if we replaced alcohol with the Holy Spirit? If we do that, then, then we get this bold image of what it looks like to be a Spirit-filled person. Dr. Jerry said, the driving force of life is obedience to God. The thirst for holiness is unquenchable. No longer satisfied to be a sipper of the Spirit, they want to be filled. They become sold out to God completely under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Now, this may be a, a very drastic idea, but it creates in us an image that we can cling to to understand what it looks like to be completely sold out to God. And as he wraps his story up, he, he asks a couple questions, and I want to ask them to you, and I absolutely love these questions. And, and the first one is this. Have you been content to be a social drinker of God's Spirit? Are you content with the occasional drink? Or do you want more? Are we just socially drinking together at church and, and once a week or occasionally? Or are we desiring to have more? Which then leads to the second question. Would you sell out to Christ? Would you let the Spirit fill your heart, mind, soul, and body, all of you, to the extent that, that you would live daily life totally under the influence of Christ? Are you thirsty for this kind of life? Friends, the question is, are we living casually for God or are we totally under the influence of the Spirit? Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you right now. And Lord, I ask that you forgive us. So often we just come to you casually and, and we're just casual drinkers of your Spirit. But Lord, right now, I want to pray over everyone that is going through this series with us. Lord, help us to be totally under the influence of your Spirit, to be filled by you. Lord, that's what we desire, and that is why we are going through this series right now, to be able to be filled with your Spirit. And so, Lord, I ask that you be with my friends and my family right now, that you will give us the strength to be fully committed to you, to be fully filled by your Spirit. Help us to do that right now, Lord. And it's in your glorious and holy name that we pray. Amen. Now, I shared one of the stories from the book that Keith Dury gives us, um, but he gives us many more. So I encourage you to continue to read and study, especially the scriptures. Jesus Christ gives us an abundance of stories to help illustrate what this looks like. So again, I encourage you to read chapter 6, and I encourage you to dive into the scriptures to get uh, an even broader image that Jesus Christ gave us, okay? Well, friends and family, I hope that all of you have a blessed week. I love you, and God bless.